Damn, son, th- th- this beat is lit. Another major league entertainment production. Damn, son. Damn, son. Wake up world, you're now tuned in for another episode of the BKL Sessions. I'm your host Eric Magnus. We got my man Ronnie B over here as always and today we have a very special guest. Matter of fact, our first female guest. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we got Dolores, we got Dolores Gray in the building. Thank yes, you. sir. Yeah. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm glad that I'm glad to have you here. Someone, oh, thank you. you know, what I'm saying someone of your caliber. Oh, you thank know? you. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you, you all over the place. Yes, I am. You are all over the place. And, you know, you are definitely a shining beacon and example for our black women. Oh, I want you, you to know that. You know, I appreciate and, that. And yeah, I really do. Yeah, so man. And you know, Ronnie was real adamant about getting you on the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is my this my partner right there. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was he was real adamant about getting you on the show mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and you know, and already knew you from your work, mm-hmm, you know, right. and and yeah, it was, it's a pleasure. It's, I'm I'm yeah. very happy to be here. Amongst two kings, so it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Thank you. I really, thank you. you know, I've been following your work too, and I just think oh. you are awesome. I know oh. I've told Ronnie B that as well as Al Porter, and you know, and when I saw you finally, the one day I saw you at his radio his, show, yeah. and I said, man, I didn't get to speak to him, and yeah. you know. And Al, so you'll see him again. I think I even sent you an apology mm-hmm. because I didn't get to talk to you because I yes. always wanted to like actually meet yeah. you, meet you. And I, and I saw you, and I was like, I was saying, well, I was like, I did not get to speak to her. <laughs> right, right. I was like, stupid. Why did you just open your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> But it's just awesome, you know, getting to, you know, meet you. And it's just, you know, I think you do a lot of great work. Both of you do. I mean, it's just wonderful. I'm, I'm very blessed to be amongst um, two greats. Yeah,ぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれてるぶれて
do a lot of different speaking events and um, one, you know, I was speaking to women about how we carry ourselves in regards to, um, you know, working with the men in the community. And, you know, my whole thing, <clears throat> some people was, have said to me that I'm a male sympathizer. I feel like this, you know, I have, my thing is dealing with children is that I feel that men should definitely be part of children's lives. Even yes. even if you're not the father, if you're not, you know, being a, a great role model. Because, you know, I grew up with my mother and father. So I know what the roles are. And I know how my father got in my butt. Like, he was, like, there if I did something wrong. And he was also there protecting me from, you know, young men that were after me. So I knew exactly what, you know, how a father role should be. And I think a lot of times, you know, we get that twisted now. And, you know, yeah. so, you know, I really feel that men should be even more involved if they can, yeah. you know, to help. Yeah, definitely. You know, because, um, you know, me, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a dad and a stepdad, you know, mm -hmm. and um, my, um, my stepkids are my children. They're my That's children, right. mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, you have you have so many kids that, you know, that have fathers but they're absentee fathers right. you know and and have really no idea what's going on with their child mm -hmm. and you know always yeah it's always said that we call stepdads because we step up mm -hmm. no. yeah that's what how I um, you know take a look at it and you know like for you know as you know that my daughter had passed away and you know so I have custody now of my grandchildren and you know there's their boys so, you know, for you know, my dad is like in his 80s, so it's so much, only so much he can do. Okay. Yeah. So I, you know, that's why right. I take them to certain places that have men that are doing positive things. They go to the hip hop workshop. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, they interact with Al Porter. Um, I also have them. They, you know, they interact with um, former councilman T.J. Dow. You know, people like that I have mm -hmm. around them. So they can see. So they yes. can see that. Male so, figures. Male mm -hmm. figures. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I want to tell you a funny story because you see they both have glasses on. And so I heard them over talking, you know, you know, talking to each other about the glasses. And so the 11 year old was telling the seven year old, he said, yeah, you look like that guy, that guy that be at the hip hop workshop. <laughs> and I was like, I was just listening. And, you know, I didn't even know they knew their names, you know, knew his name. So it was so funny. And he said, who is that? He said, I got to be rapping. <laughs> at the hip-hop workshop and then I said do you know his name and he said yes yeah, Ronnie B and I was like I had no clue that he knew wow, your name wow. didn't even know it see that and, didn't even and, know you. see that and that's why I say you have to mind what you yeah. do a lot of times because yeah. kids are watching yes because they are. I had no clue that he, they I, knew I who you either. were yeah I didn't and, and I said, so you I think know. he looks like him? Because he has the, he said, yeah, he looks like him because of the glasses. And I was like, wow. And I just found it remarkable because that shows you that children listen and they yeah. watch and pay attention to things. So yeah. I thought that was quite funny. Yeah, I was like, see, 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 man. That uh, black on black hand. I went to the event and said that. I said it to some. I said it to Art McCoy's wife, and she just fell out laughing. She was like, "Oh my God, how do you do it?" And we just fell out laughing about it. I was like, oh, so that wow. was funny. I was like, "Wow," yeah. but you know, I you know, I'm very into you know working in the community <laughs> and helping um, us. 
you know, I have a women's program called, you know, Brick House Women's Wellness. Mm -hmm. And it is, you know, it's actually um, to teach women, to empower women to have self-confidence and to love themselves, no matter who yeah. they are, how they right. look, wherever, you know, they came from, what, you know, style they have, status, whatever, it doesn't matter. Right. It's about being able to love yourself. So, you know, I always say low self-esteem creates jealousy and envy in other women and you know when you are proud of who you are and know who you are and love who you are then those things don't come that fast of being envious and jealous of women but um, you know I work to you know I want to bridge gaps you know bridge the gap between yeah. men and women and how we operate and I think that we need to work more together when it comes to our communities because um, I just came from an event of Daryl 79th and St. Clair and Umadot. Okay. Okay. And yeah, the gentleman yeah. that I was that I was um, that I'm partnering with, his name is Seti Richardson and he has this program called RA, which he does re entry for, you know, men that's coming out of um, prison and things of yeah. that sort. Okay. So yeah. I partnered with him and, you know, he was telling me, he said, You really you know, we need women in this fight too, because, you know, there's women coming from these places as well that yes. need help. So I'm just all for it. I'm just all in when it comes to my community. Yeah, yeah, and and we have to, you know, we have to stand together in our communities mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, it's it's they, it's it's us, it's us. Right. Nobody will care about us mm -hmm. more than we will. Exactly. Sure. No one. Right. And you know, and that's that's the other thing is like, you know, people don't. You know, I'm 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 political too. Okay. And you, you can you can speak freely on this show. Okay. You don't don't hold back. Please don't hold no, back. No, don't do that. that, 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 that you can say whatever. You, mm. Well, I'm political, and I I really hate how a lot of the politicians are here in Cleveland, and how they you know deal with certain things, mm -hmm. and, and how they take kickbacks, and how yeah, they yeah. each one grease each other's hands to get what they want, and the disrespect. Yes. Yeah, and that's what that's you know and that's you know what and that's why you know I've never. I've never trusted politicians. Mm -hmm. I've never liked them because it's one thing that I always felt, and and I, you see it all the time. Mm -hmm. They only focus on pleasing those who help fund their campaigns. Right, right. right. It's about integrity, yeah. integrity to me as well. Now, you know, I'm affiliated with a few politicians, but these politicians that I'm, you know, I, you know, I, I make sure who I'm dealing with mm -hmm. is that is they're they're on the up and up level. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's it's a, it's a problem. Right. So, you know, for me, I feel that um, the politicians need to, you know, step it up and, you know, have some integrity. Because, like I, I was telling a couple of them the other day, is that when you're out there talking, you're in a public eye. So, none, your life is not private anymore, right. period. Because you are a servant to the community. Yes. So, you know, you need to let people know. People, I said, people going to find out eventually what oh, you yeah. do. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Whether, you, whether you're drunk or you, you, you take a bunch yeah. of drugs or, or yeah. you caught in a whole house or something. You it's going yeah, to yeah, yeah, come out. Yeah, it's going to come home to roost. Right. And exactly. people talk. People yes, talk. Yes, they do. People yes. going to talk. Whoever people knows talk. some stuff right. about you. Right. They sure are. They're you definitely going to talk. They're not going to keep that. Right. They're going to expose you, literally. Yeah, and then they fall out with And you. people live for that. Yes, they, they do. expose somebody. And so. they go from one to the other, and then the next thing you know, and sometimes the stories may be a little twisted, but the truth is always there. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's why I only work with politicians who I see that is trustworthy. And, you know, and I've had some 
some problems with one particular. Can I say his name? You can say whatever you want on this show. I'm okay. I, I'm not a part of the city machine, so no, I don't care. Okay. No. Well, I had an issue with Mr. Jones, Bashir Jones. He literally attacked me. Like, we were at the... Um, I spoke out about something. I spoke out about the homes that were being torn down. And I stated that they were... Um, you know, that's not... He was He was online saying that Look at what I did in 30 or 90 days or something. I got the houses torn down. And I'm like, that's not true. That's not how that works. And so what bothered me is that, and it's not just him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though he did that, they all do it. But he just yeah. did it on film. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. So my thing yeah. was, it's, you know, it's with all of them. Be the, Tell the truth. Stop bamboozling the community. You're telling the community lies to get your to get that vote. Exactly. Right. So you know he was saying how he you know, and I said that's not true. You didn't do that. You've been boozling the community. So somebody t like you said, it gets back to somebody. Yeah. Next thing I know, I yeah. see him at a um, event, and I went to talk to him and shake his hand, and he literally went off. And so I said, why you don't like me? And you know, it's not like that. That's not what. I, it's like I don't know you personally right. to dislike you. I just didn't like the the fact that you were telling people that you got houses torn down and you know that was not true. Those things come about, it could be up to 10 years. It could be on the books for 15 or 20 years. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's how it is because you get, they got to get the funding. They got to make sure, um, you know, know, that the owner is up on their taxes. You know, because a lot of these abandoned homes are still owned by people and they just haven't did anything mm -hmm to pay taxes or anything right. else. Yeah. So that's mm. what the issue is. And sometimes it takes longer than normal to get the houses torn down. Yeah. Anytime you'll see an emergency of a house getting torn down and someone got murdered in there, right. or raped in, you know, something. Yeah, something happened. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. other than that, if that owner is still got the house, you know, paying taxes, they can't do anything, even though the house is raggedy and need to be torn down. Right. So, you know, he just attacked me on it. And then after that, it just began to escalated to him even more and doing whatever he can he was using the powers the, the power he has to stop me from doing my gardens you know take it away the land you know it's just it was just ridiculous and I never I don't know like I said I don't know him personally and when I went up to him I wanted to talk to him you know to see if I had a meeting with him so yeah. we could you know so what I said that I'm still a resident right but they all do it it's not. You know, it's, it's, it's not just it's, him. And, you know, and, and it's and it's not something that's not public knowledge. Right. 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 Come on, y'all. Come on. Right. We know y'all all do it. Come yes, on. Yes, they do. People just won't say nothing. Right. right. Or they right. They're, they're behind the scenes doing little trivia right. things. So, right. You know, he just was more open about whatever. And you know, it's like I don't at this time I don't dislike him personally. I just don't like what he, did, what he did, you know, because he didn't have to do that to me. Because for one thing, he could have had me on his team. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it's like he was so caught up in, you know, whatever, you know. And I think people were going back telling him things. But it's, you know, you can't always believe what somebody coming back to oh, tell no, you. No. Mm -hmm. um, even though, like I said, sometimes there is truth in it. But, right. you know, other than that. But I was, you know, I was like, this is crazy to me. So I try to stay um, very neutral, but I do speak out about a lot of things, but I try to do it in a dignified way because, you know, you don't have to 
roll up on somebody and it's like, hey, what's yeah, up about yeah. that? You know, right, I don't do right. all that, you know, because I see a lot of women that are that way. And I'm like, this is not going to get you anywhere. No, no, and, no. Um, you know, that's why I say I believe in the coming of, my, of the minds to meet and, you know, get things done. Yeah. That's how Some you work. Some things can be fixed with a conversation. That, and that's the problem. Correct. A lot of yeah. things never really get to a conversation. Because it got messy when you got other people jumping in and then this person says yeah. something and this person and then the two people who really was involved never got they never get to reach that because they got people in their ear and that person mm -hmm. got somebody in their ear that they may trust and mm -hmm. think that their word is valid, you know, and right. they'll take that on that person. But a and lot And that's of why stuff, I say that, you, you know and when I matter of fact when I walked up to him you know, that's what my intent was to have a conversation and maybe I can meet with him because I wanted to, you know, do my program because my program will benefit, you know, what's going to benefit people. I don't, you know, I've been hearing a lot of negativity, you know, with me dealing, you know, a lot of women, you know, be having a lot of problems with me. But my whole thing is, is that I'm the type of woman, it's like I'm not in competition with anyone. Mm -hmm. I'm not grandstanding as I heard that <laughs> that's what I do. But my thing is, I, I really want, I just really want women, you know, and this, and this this came to me, you know, because I know what I've been through as a, a, as a woman growing up. I know how it feels to have low self-esteem or to not love yourself. But to me, when I started waking up from that, I wanted to help others because I see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I see yeah. it in other people. So, yeah. you know, it's not, I'm not better than anyone. We're all on the same, in the same situation. I live in the hood. I actually like living in the hood. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I've been, you know, right. I've been here ever since I've been here. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? That's why I said I'm the son of St. Clair. You know what right. I'm saying? So, right. you know, it's, you, you know, you know, naturally I want better for my family. Mm -hmm. Of course, when that time comes, it will happen. Mm -hmm. But I'm here and this is always going to be where mm -hmm. my heart is, no right. matter where I go. That's the same with, you know, my heart is Huff. Um, you know, I was born over there, raised, and, you know, and then I came back and, you know, started getting involved in certain things. And, and how I, you know, when I got involved, it wasn't because I wanted to. It was because when I had won this beauty pageant, and you know, I had to do the pageantry thing and oh, get yeah. my, I had my crown on and right. all that. So, you know, I got to meet the different people that's yeah. in the community. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always been one that's um, for education, you know, and things of that sort. But that kind of start when I start seeing things, I said, oh, I see now what's going on. Right. And then that's when it kept playing in my mind every time I, you know, I wake up and I say, hey, this is something I need to take, I need to help with this. Right. So that's why I started getting that passion to be in the community and help even more. And this just kind of went on and on and on from there. Right. Right. You saw, you saw what was going on and you wanted to do something about it. Right. Right. I want to, um, you know, just be, you know, it's, right. And, you know, we all, have, we all are part of a, a solution. Yeah. Um, within ourselves as well as our community. So. Um, that's why I be out there and I you know every day I'm doing something and you know I'm including the boys in it because I want to show them and I you know so that's what I yeah. you know do it's gonna be important for them right, you know? and, right and that's what a lot of us forget that it ain't just about us you know we fighting for it you know my job been <laughs> difficult ever since I've been doing it I've been doing this since the 80s 
Some people wow. just started in the 2000s mm-hmm. with, with facing this and facing that or just deciding to say something. You know, mm-hmm. I had death threats at 14 from the oh, Ku Klux wow. Klan in Richmond Heights. And I was a kid, 14 years old. You know, oh, wow. but because I was a different, because it was a different time. It was 98% white and it's 2% black. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it is now. So the odds was against me. And I'm coming into the era of hip hop when they don't understand what hip hop, when hip hop right. had all the problems. Right. Y'all accept it and love it now. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, it was they didn't understand what it was. Mm-hmm. I got accused of being a cult leader because I like hip hop mm. because they didn't understand it. And then I, when whites gravitated to it, that became a problem. Yeah. You know, I played it for some people that was in study hall and it was like, oh, this is cool, you know. And I played the Beastie Boys, who was white. <laughs> That's one right. of my favorites. You know right. what I mean? So Legendary. they thought that they were black and when I told them that they were white, I he, was the like, he was like, he was like, yes. Yeah. And they was yeah. like, I remember that in high school. Yeah. And they yeah, was like, yeah. wow, they white. And I the said, Beasties? yeah. Yes. Said, white people could do this. I said, yeah, this is fun. And I'm telling them the dynamics and they just thought it was cool. Plus, I was rapping. So I do hip hop and they were like, oh, that's cool, man. You know, I like it. Thought nothing of it. Kid went home and told his mother for Christmas. She said, "What kind of music you want?" So, I guess mom thought he was gonna say some ACDC or Black Sabbath. <laughs> I like some, them too. Some, some, some hey, 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 I know that's right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you know, those was what I was listening to. Mm-hmm. I listen to all forms of music. You know, yeah, back then right. we had MTV, so we right, so the black that, you know, yeah, we had everything. Yeah, we had everything. We just looked at it as music. Right. We didn't look at mm-hmm. it like Nothing white else, people music, music right. or black people music. It was just music for us because those were the videos. We didn't yeah. have Michael Jackson and all them flowing. In the beginning, we had everybody from Michael McDonald and Doobie Brothers yes. and Kiss and Van Halen. <laughs> yes, the good, that was the good stuff. Yeah, that was to, the good stuff. No mega death. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, you know, and that's like I don't know if you know this about me. You know, I transitioned from rap because I do my. I have my own metal band. Oh really? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. I like heavy metal. My so, you, oh yes, I see, me yeah, love yeah. it. Yes, and oh yes, you. Yeah. yeah, matter of fact, you go on my pages, you'll see some okay. of our practices yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I like but twisted sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah twisted right. Sister. So it's you know, so that's yeah. been that's embedded in me, right, you know. Right. And, yeah. and you know, I always you always love music. So it's right. it's, it's music. It's music. That's why it's so interesting to me. I remember watching. Um, Run DMC and um, what's the guy's name? What's the name of that group? What the? Who did? Um, you talking about who did walk, walk this that way? way with? Yeah, Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. Aerosmith. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that was like that was groundbreaking. Yeah. at that time and to see yeah. that. And rapping, rapping, metal, rapping, rock gap. always went hand in hand. You know. <laughs> so when I made so when I made the transition, mm-hmm. you know, and this is where I'm at now, and. You kind of look like you're a metalhead. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, uh, you know, oh, oh, that just. He do. He do. He do. He do. I've been. I've been at at his sessions, by the way. My whole. It's this group. I'm trying to remember the name of it, and he's it's a black guy, and he has the he has the beard. Uh, Oh wait. You, you know, everybody's, you know, are you And that's what of, you make me think of. Are, don't tell me you think about Tech Nine and Strange Music. No, not that. Not Tech. Oh, okay. You know, he's rap, but everybody's. Right, that right. Music. Not, it, was but, like, it was actually literally like a um, a heavy metal. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who. I'm, try, I'm trying to think. And see, I'm going to. See, when you leave, <laughs> it's going to hit me. Yeah, right. right. When you leave, it's going to hit me. I like all of it. Because I was. Because, like. Like, um. 
um, you know who DJA is, right? right? And he um he saw me in the store one day, piece to DJA, and he was right. like, he's like, I see you on your Ice T and Body Count, right. <laughs> yeah. and that was just like. That was so you guys like Red Hot Chili Peppers too, huh? Oh, yeah. oh yes. I never forget. I went to one of their concerts, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. and they literally tried to pick me. Like the people in the audience, <clears throat> excuse me. It was just me and my friend, and one of the white boys. They started trying to pick me up, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, hold up, what are you doing?" And they was trying to lift me up. Oh, they were taking you to the pit. Yes, they were taking yeah. you to the pit. <laughs> to the pit. <laughs> the pit. I was like, "Oh my god." And it was it was just an amazing concert. Yeah, and you know, and that's what I'm looking forward to now. I mean, you know, because by next year we're gonna be ready. And yeah. Yeah. shout out to Unrest too. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yes that's my man. I love my brother. <clears throat> he sticks. You already know, General. You yeah, know, right? we um matter of fact, y'all have the first single mm-hmm. um for the years out. Okay. And um yeah. and then oh, we're working I can't on the, wait to hear yeah, it. Yeah, and we're we're working on the album which is called Unhinged. Okay. So y'all get that next year though. No, you gonna get out. That is so cool. I'm gonna have a wow. sneak attack in there. Ma- ma- matter of fact, I'm gonna s- I'm gonna send you an invite to our Facebook page. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, definitely, cause I I'm definitely like metal. I would have <coughs> never knew that you. See, that's the thing. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know, and you 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 know people always think that certain people don't like certain things Dang. and stuff mm-hmm. like it's it. You don't know. I grew up, you know, my mom, um, she's she was a gospel singer. And she actually was, um, <clears throat> excuse me, she was like having a back, she was a background vocal for like the Staple Singers. Okay. And she was with Mava. Mava Staple was like one of her good friends. Uh, yeah. So my mother, she plays the piano by ear. And so all of us are musical because I play the clarinet. My one sister plays the guitar. Okay. My other sister, she's like more into painting and whatever. But the thing is, is that we were always introduced to all kinds of music. <clears throat> so I listened to Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. I listened to um, The Doors. Yeah. And it was a couple of other, Rod Stewart and all of them, because my mother loved those people. So, yeah, so we listened that, to yeah. all that type of music. The Go-Go's. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so so we, were, we were all into that. You know, one of my favorites from the 80s, was police and oh yeah yeah Yeah. i love the police and also my mother was a big fan of david Bowie. so matter of fact Mm -hmm. if you look at my phone i'll be playing it in the car now and i know these boys were like oh gosh (laughs) but i'll be like (laughs) blasting it and then when i ride to school it's like a couple of ladies be like oh there go there's go there go braylon's um grandma she's playing this music today because they 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 know him by my music, so okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm a big music yeah. person. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I can't wait to hear the me- heavy metal. So oh, you, yeah. you're doing it too. I, I got a. I'm gonna have a band uh, play, and I, and I got a, a horrorcore song. So he did, so he wish would be. So he wants so, us to. Um, yeah, make the beat. Give him that. Uh, wow. Yeah. That, that yeah beat so, and I, you know, I got a little a little horrorcore song. So we definitely gonna get. We definitely <laughs> some, gonna get it. Some people have have actually heard me say it, and some people was entertained by it. So it's like you know they gonna see that side of me like oh, this dude crazy. But <laughs> it's gonna sound crazy, but you know, but it's, it's you know it's all music love. is like universal, so. You know, yeah. it brings people yeah. together. So yeah. that's why, you know, me being a Zumba instructor, mm-hmm. that's why, you know, I, I'm so into that, yeah. you know, yeah. and, um, you know, I love doing Zumba and listening to the different music and 
and you know right. get my choreograph up and all of that. Right, and that's that's cool. <clears throat> that's that's really cool. I tried to get Mr. Ronnie B <laughs> to to do some Zumba too. Like I would go to the hip hop workshop, and you know Al Porter would get up there. <laughs> And you know we'll all be laughing, you know. <laughs> I'll be like, I told him, I said, you're doing your two step, so it's 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 interesting. Yeah. But I, you know, yeah, Al gonna always do the because uh, he the host, so Al, yeah. So he Al has no choice. But so he has no choice. You gotta Al has no choice but to do it. <laughs> I kind of like slip below the radar a little bit. You, yeah. you, you and you and you be trying to tip away like, yeah, yeah. Ronnie, come in like, oh no. He just be in the background either laughing. Or because they expect yeah, I can believe me to it. commentate. They don't expect me to participate. And Dollar Lock is out there though. Yeah, yeah, Dollar Dollar get out there too. Shout out to Dollar. Shout out to Dollar, yeah, brother. You, yes. you know, he, he had fun. You know, she done had Major out there, Major Oh Tabs. yeah, sure she have. Had, yeah. Um shoot. I, I got a video of, of her, uh, I think. And um was at the workshop but and see, people was just getting up. Uh <laughs> Rashiada, she she'd have been mm -hmm. up there. We'd have, we'd have had different people, you know, different people that that do it. You know, I think it's great. You know, I I ain't got yeah. my insurance paid up yet. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's a great thing. Uh, you know, get them bones to, you know, get the rust off. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet, but get get the rust off. Right. Yeah, right, yeah, man. but it's good. I mean, I like to dance too. You know, because we came from the break dance era, so you know, it was nothing for us to put the cardboard down. Oh wow! And, uh, oh yeah. wow! I'm I'm pretty sure you did. If you was into hip hop, yeah, you know, and, and, you, know yeah. you did some form. You, you of, did, yeah. You know, whether it was break dance, yeah. Because I was always the popper. You, you know, I could spin on my back and stuff, but I always liked it to, you know, because I'm a fan of tap dance. So I was always a fan of using the legs. So I was always the slider, and and I watched, you know, like the Hughes brothers. They, um, <coughs> excuse me, the, uh, I have a tickle in my throat. Goodness, the. Uh, I love the brothers in the tap. You know, I love, you know, Gregory Hines and I'm a big fan of that, you know, but I'm a big fan of tap. But I'm a big fan of dancing, period. You know, I wanna dance I was like second place in dance contests. I was like in oh, third wow, grade. Okay. So, you know, because I grew up with the mama that's like, my boy could dance, you know, my, 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 my baby talented. You know, it's eighty six degrees <laughs> we right in, in the suburbs. We, you know, we ain't had air conditioning, you know, we ain't had no central air. Only central air we had is to go on central. We had no century. We had a, we had like a fan. Mom. You know, we had the fan going, and that's it. And you know, when it's eighty six degrees and you inside and everybody is dead. Hey, look at my baby dance. So I got a pop lock. I gotta you know do you something know, to entertain them for an hour and a half, like eighteen records. And my baby dance. <laughs> I'm about to fall out from exhaustion, that's trying awesome. to go back in the room, sweating to death. You know. That sounds like me. It's so funny. I never forget when you say that. Like I never forget one year I went to Alabama with my family. And my mother was like, hey, my family called me Lois. So they was like, Lois be making up her own dances. You know, you should see her dance off of this one song. And I was like, oh, no. Let's, let's find that song. Let's find. And then, you know, the name of the song was um, Rump Shaker. Oh, uh -oh. Teddy Riley. So I had this little move with my arms and all this other stuff. And, and then she had me do it. The dance. So show them how you make the move. How you do that move, right? And I was like, oh my gosh. And so that, I lived that too. Yeah. Every time we yeah. went, so Lois know how to do this dance. Show her how to do it. And then let's see if you got the record. Let's see, the, you know, and that's how. 
Yeah. That's embarrassing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I used to be out there doing it too. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Because I was always a big music this. fan, and my mother knew it. So oh, I'm man, a my big Roger Trotman yeah. fan. Put me know? on the spot. I, I understand how you felt. Yeah, man. That was all. You had and I'll be in the room, man. Yeah. She caught me singing one time, and she told everybody, what song was I singing? I was singing Stay By Jodeci, and then she caught it on video, too. I was I was in my zone. Right. My parents didn't, and I didn't know she was videotaping me singing. Right. I was, I was singing, I was singing KC's part. Oh okay. oh, okay. And so, yeah, yeah, I said, Ma, why did you do that? Everybody want to be KC. They love JoJo, but everybody want to be KC. <laughs> KC the and most was, animated. You, you know. And I used to be thinking to myself, I don't like, for instance, she made me dance off a rump shaker. You know, that was inside the house. You know, yeah. nobody else was supposed to be see me doing the elbows and whatever else I was doing. And... And then I was like, she wanted me to, you know, she was okay with me dancing. So I wanted when I listened to that song as I got older, I was like, this was a raunchy song. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I told my mother probably about uh, about two years ago. I said, you know that song, Rump Shaker. She said, yeah, I remember that song. I said, do you know what the words really mean? Have you listen to it. <laughs> and I played it to her, played it for her. She's like, oh. she said, well, you was dancing off of it. I said, you let me. But it was like okay, you know, back then because you know, yeah, it didn't mean anything. Right. But still, because because back then you had the innuendos without it just being straight. Right. Ass. Yeah, yeah. Like you right know, now we just... knew what it was. <laughs> right. Right. It's something you, you could play anywhere for real. Because right. Atomic Dog was nasty. Yes. You know they try yes. to play like it ain't. Mm -hmm. Prince was, was just completely. Oh, come on, Prince. Yes. That's my that's my guy right my there, <laughs> Prince. Prince. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say is yeah. I was I went to um, Rucker Rendezvous that was on Coventry, and I saw his album, and I bought it. Came home and I started playing this one particular song. I'm not even gonna say what the song is. <laughs> I can only imagine. I put it yeah. on, and then my father come running in the house. What is that you playing? Take that off. And I was like, What's wrong with the song? take it off and so I did and so later on I went out I said oh I know now why my dad didn't want me to play it and my mother didn't you know my sister used to have the picture with him with the drawers on it mm -hmm. I was like take that picture down right. that's what I said that's we, a controversy we that's the controversy in, yes. album yep. we were in with love yeah. with Prince yeah. his, you know pre-teens my aunt drew, that, drew a picture of him like his face and his hair on the first album he had his hair flowing and she drew it and put it up in the basement <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we was at my grandmother's house, you know, she stayed at the girl's house on the third floor and I was spending my summers with them. So it was one summer, you know, grandmother going down in the basement, you know, to wash. And I was down in the basement, just, you know, had this little ball. I used to shoot it in the little box and having fun. And I just never forget, my grandmother came downstairs and <laughs> she went past the first time. <laughs> and she went past again. She said, uh, what the... Uh, 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 I know you ain't draw that. I said, I can't draw stick figures. I, I didn't draw that. You know what I'm saying? She said, wait, wait, wait. Uh, that man got no clothes on. I, hey, I didn't draw it. I didn't, you know, I ain't gonna draw no man with no clothes on. You know I know my mother was told my sister, look, take that naked man down yeah. with them drawers on and, and some sh and women's um, high tops, um, 
Oh, boots. The shoes, the boots, yeah, yeah. But we were in love with Prince. It didn't matter. But Prince get away with stuff can't <laughs> yeah. no man get no, away with. Yeah. Right, right. Like if we put it on, we get talked about, ridiculed, cracked, or who you if trying I to see you I don't, don't want to do it. And we like, <laughs> and women look like we was disrespecting this man if we tried to wear man. anything. Like, I mean, he'll get laughed from now on. You, you, you know, they'll bring pictures of him every time you turn around. I don't around. know. It was just something about Prince. But he yeah, got away he, with it. Yeah, and he got away with it. Prince can say anything on the record. Man, it could be as Prince. ridiculous as it sounds, but man. Like, uh-uh, it sounds sexy. You, no, that's my baby daddy. We I have know. six kids together. <laughs> right. You ain't never met this man. And talking about you got six kids and, and, by this and, man. And you... You know, and you losing right. your and you and they yeah, losing their mind. They rewind. Yeah, all I went videos, to I went to like three of his his concerts. So, yeah. and my sister would always disappear because she used to be trying to get to the front. <laughs> right. But we were like, we made sure that we got to the Prince concert, even when we weren't supposed to be. Because <laughs> that's back when concerts was concerts. You break your right. neck trying to go I love Prince. That's yeah. he's like my favorite yeah. artist. Like Prince was a genius. Definitely. Yes, he was. Definitely. Multiple Definitely. instruments. Yes. And man, I used to just love just watching him play all yeah. the instruments. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> like, and his vision for songs. Yeah. Stuff was like, mm-hmm. man, like I said, you just know. genius. Yes. You know, because Purple Rain was our movie. Man, yes. You know, mm-hmm. I, I yes. remember watching, you know, it's VHS for us. So, man, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I put it in with my sisters, and, you know. Of course, man. they love Prince, and I was the I was Prince fan, but you know I thought Morris Day. I always had a fan to do all, 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 cool. all the time. So I like Morris. Oh yeah, Morris. So, you know Morris yeah. was just so Morris cool was like yeah. So Morris was that player. You know what I'm saying? You know. And it was like yeah, you know I like cool dudes. So, <laughs> plus, you know. my, plus Morris reminded me of my father, so it was like man, you know. And I remember just watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Morris yeah. Day, yeah. Yeah, and he cool. went solo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people forget that he went solo and had success and had mm-hmm. slow songs. They're always known for his dancing, but right. they forget that he had slow stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Gigolos yeah. Get Lonely too yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. They so used a... to him dancing <laughs> with Jerome. But... I'm going to tell you something funny about that song. I have a cousin, he, he got married. They got married in their backyard. And the song, you know, she walked down the aisle with like some females. And then he, him and his boy, they came down the aisle with the white top with the white suits on top head and canes to gigolos get lonely too. Oh, wow. And my uncle was like, what the hell is going on here? How the hell you gonna walk down the gigolos get lonely too? Are you getting married, dude? <laughs> it was the funniest thing. And I, we were all just kind of like, wow. But they pulled it off. They right. still wow. went to the yeah. Right. But that song is stuck in my head because of that. Because of that. Because of that situation, it was interesting. Yeah, you know that's what you know that's what music is. Music, right. is, music. You know it. You know you all. You, you always remember where you were at some point in your mm-hmm, life mm-hmm, when you mm-hmm. hear certain songs. And music right. is music for me is a time machine. So mm-hmm. what what do you gentlemen think about some of the new music? With like, <clears throat> like I've been listening to a, a few of the new songs by Sawidi. And um, oh, yeah, the yeah, other yeah. one, Mulatto. I love Mr. Mulatto. Really? <laughs> yes, I yeah. do. Yeah. Yes, I do. I like the song she has out now. Yeah, that's when we the, fell um, in love with her with Jermaine Dupri. So, what is the name? Of the, it's the, the, the background music is the um, Genius of Love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So I was like, hey, I like this. I'm going to put that in my Zumba routine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, cer- it's certain it's artists. Yeah. That, yeah. It's, it's certain know, artists that, that are. are so, what do you guys think about Lizzo? Lizzo, I applaud the sister. 
I applaud the sister. She's she's very she's brave. And yeah. she mm -hmm. she she's she's she she ain't she's comfortable in the no, skin, skin she's in. Mm -hmm. And 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 to me, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's my girl, I love Liz. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I, I was listening to her you, before she. You gotta she, do it the way they see it. Right. Mm -hmm. I was listening to Lizzo before she became when, like, when she was underground. Mm -hmm. And I used to. <clears throat> they used to show some of those videos on those um, off name type mm -hmm. channels or whatever. Yeah. And I never forget my mother was watching her. And I was like, "Who is that? That girl?" So that's what made me like. We were listening to her music, and I said, "Oh, I like her. She gon' she gonna be number one soon." And the next thing I know, she mm -hmm. blew up. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I yeah. love that song, Juice. Yeah, and she, you know, and and I love artists that don't let the masses define. Right. Right. Yeah, I like them yeah. against the grain. Yeah. You know, I like yeah. Them. Those I mean, are like anybody my favorite. that's that's again because I'm an against the grain. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. so, me too. So I, 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 you know, anything that is not the norm. That's why I like Public Enemy because they was against that was, the grain. Oh, I love Public Enemy. Yes. Yes. I, yes. I, you know, I like the KRS because yes. he was against the grain. Yes. And, you know, um, I liked all the you know X Clan and you know. And then even the people who was brave enough to put themselves out to be ridiculed, like Biz Markie. But Biz Markie could flow. Biz Markie Biz was great. Yes, he Biz was, was great. an artist for mm -hmm. real. Biz was like, great. Even though he yes, gets to act silly, but Biz was a but great it worked. But it, but it worked, and he still yes. made it work. It so and, you it was, know, and you, you could see yeah. that nobody could do that but Biz. Nobody. Like, right. you know, like when somebody else do it, you'd be like, oh, that's corny. But yeah. Biz could but do when it. Biz do it? You'd be like... That's Biz. You know, mm -hmm. you'd be entertained. You'd be cracking up. Yeah, like, yeah, Biz, yes, yes. Like, but that's Biz. Like, you right. can't mm -hmm. see nobody else. You, you, Doing, you know? Nah. When I first listened to Will Smith, I told people, I said, he gone. I said, he gonna sneak in under the radar. And they was mm -hmm. laughing because he had Girls of the World ain't nothing but trouble. But see, I knew the words because I. But that was a true song, though. So song. I, I felt that. You so, know? man. And, and I wow. said, he, I said, he would be the person that. He would make something funny, but it would be serious. And I was looking at that like, you know what? I, I kind of like that. Giving them some little knowledge while you're making them right. laugh at the right. same time. Mm -hmm. And that kind of was like a formula I always he was adapted the, he to. He was the good boy of rap. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. That's, that's what he And you had good was. boys of rap that was actually gangsters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they didn't let they they didn't bring their street cred. They came right. with something, you, you know, and some of them yeah. looked at him. Well, LL Cool J be part of that? He would. Because, mm -hmm. but see... The thing of it is, if people watch the podcast of Drink Champs, LL said, I'm not a gangster, but I stayed in the hood with gangsters. Like, right. L wasn't the drug dealing dude. No, L you know what? what I mean? But he had, but he was friends with the drug dealers that we revere. You know, LL right. was friends with Fat Cat and all them dudes. Yeah. And they made movies and documentaries with. Like, mm -hmm. he was, he not being fake. He was the little kid, and they was the OGs that protected L. L just happened to stay in a neighborhood where these dudes were like right. good, famous guys. Right. He, but like he say, I wasn't trying to be the drug dealing dude. I liked it the girls. You know, right. I was, you know, I was an athlete. <laughs> you know, he could play right. football and do all that yeah, kind of stuff. So That's how he got that dude. name, L. Yeah, but he was, I mean, but don't get it twisted. L. Kabob. Yeah, yeah, and that lyrical. And that lyric, yes, he'll yes. eat you, know, you alive. He'll eat you alive, mm -hmm. you know. And that's what I love about. And this rough, Karis One is this rough. Oh yeah, another no, rough dude who was homeless, you know, mm -hmm. straight up with the streets. But he always took it and gave us something. He'd give us the street rough Karis, but he gave us the stuff that he we could very, listen to and get knowledge out of. Intellectual, yeah, entertainment. Yeah, 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 yeah. With, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, always knowledge. Right. Always, always knowledge. Always, always. 
you know, great craft works. Even if people be like, oh, you think he fell off. No, he's still no, no, he's still. That's yeah. just because you ain't heard none of his album. Right. He's still been the same. And he and, and, he, and he and he and he he ain't with the industry machine. No, no. he's not. And so yeah, so man he still makes great, and that's right. what I always like people. You know, I like Tech Nine who was just like, look, yes. I'm gonna just do this. Yes. You know, I like the guys like Slim Thug that just was like, look, I'm going to be on the underground and be rich, but mm -hmm. I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. Mm -hmm. Do it the way you see it. Do yeah. it. You know, you don't have to do as everybody else do. Right. You no. know, because like I always tell this story, it's been plenty of times I could have took blood money. You know, I could have just said, well, let me just do this to go with that. But see, my whole thing is I've always been against the grain because I felt like this. Us as hip hop. For us as entertainers or whatever, that's all we got, a lot of us. You know, for me, hip-hop was everything. Words is everything. My mother was a poet, was you know, mm -hmm. and she would perform. So when I seen her get the claps and how people were so fascinated by words, you know, I was fascinated always by words. Mm -hmm. So I seen her do it, so she started to teach me words. So when I got into hip-hop, my first notion was I just always wanted to be authentic. No matter what I talked yeah. about, whether positive or negative, I always wanted to be authentic. And it was authenticated because you're going to be around fans. I didn't right. want to be the kind of person that I come out and I say something. They'd be like, man, this dude ain't never been in trouble. They live <laughs> I didn't right. want that. Even right. though some people made a living off of being fake and stuff. I just didn't want that because you got to look yourself in the mirror. And I want, if I get an award, I want to get an award because I earned that award. Not because mm -hmm. I got it fraudulently, because I was trying to be somebody else and I got this Grammy sitting all on my thing and I'm patting myself on the back and I'm like, I really don't deserve that because I was being fake. I understand that this is entertainment and you can right. do what you do. But, but I, I, I looked at it like I just always wanted to be authentic because I never wanted to come off as the good boy because I wasn't. You know, even the people that looked at me was like, oh yeah, you mama's boy, you this, that, that, and the third. I'm like, but you don't know. If you retrace history and take a look, I wasn't no good boy in elementary. I wasn't a good boy in seventh grade, the eighth grade, or even going in the streets or even going through, you know, high school. But I'm always been hip hop. So I always like if I if I freestyle and I say I punch you in the face, mm. you can you can validate because there's somebody that knows me be like, I remember one day, man, Ronnie B, man, he got into this dude. And he punched. I mean, you know what I'm saying? If somebody knows that I did that. And, and I say that to say this because I'm so serious about hip hop to when I was on stage at school. And this is a school talent show. It's the, you know, the second to the last show I ever did at school. And I remember my music was messed up. I had a rap partner, you know, Almighty LJ. Shout out to Lionel Jones, Almighty LJ. I love you, man. He stayed with me through thick and thin. Best rap partner ever. And I remember him doing his verse. And when it got to me, the tape cut off. And somebody rewound all the way back to our entrance music. And I was mad because it was like 800 some people. I was sitting there like, man, you gotta be kidding. And we just got embarrassed. And it was a girl that I liked too, and she had my shirt on. I'm like, man, I just got embarrassed. <laughs> some people. This girl got my shirt on. Oh, you, know, you, you act I, I up with a woman around. Yeah, I got embarrassed, you know, and you know, all this type of stuff. And I remember somebody saying, hey, it's a dude in the sound booth. And I looked, and it was a guy that he rapped too, but he. He had, he had manufactured this beef against me. Like, I had, I ain't had nothing against the dude because I really didn't know him like that. But he, he called himself MC Lair. You know, he just thought he was a beast or something. But he couldn't rap, and that wasn't him. But he got on stage and got booed, so I guess he felt some kind of way. <laughs> so he sabotaged all the rap acts. So when oh, I looked goodness. up and saw that all the singers got to do their act, all the people that did the dancing and everything else was cool. Every time a rap act came, it was just something wrong. The music all of a sudden goes low. 
the, the music all of a sudden gets rewound. I mean, it's something. They turn the music down so the rapper can't hear it. You know, anything. So I was like, I looked up and he was like, this dude in the sound booth. I, I remember I took off and I had two of my dudes as my childhood friends, Big Wheat and Jazz, and they was right behind me. They said, where is he going? I just took off. And I just made the beeline to the sound stand. You know, and I walked in. I was like, man, you messed my music up. I don't even think he got out his mouth good. Wow. I just hit him. <clears throat> and he hit the ground and my dude grabbed him by the jacket and he took off in the air and I chased him down to, you know, and it was like, oh, this dude's here. Because no matter if we're doing this for a talent show, whether I'm doing this in yeah. front of 80,000 people or a million people, mm -hmm. I just always took it serious. You know, even in, no matter what rap I did, it could be a funny freestyle, but that freestyle meant something to me because I wanted to be a class act. Mm -hmm. I just always want people to know that I was business-like. You, you know, I want to be yeah. a club. When I step on stage, there's no videos of me throwing up in the garbage can. There's no videos of me, oh you know, inappropriate with a woman on stage and I pulled her pants. None of that. I don't have nothing sexual. Yeah, I'll do the little swivel of the hips, but I'm entertaining you. But I don't have anything where we brought guns on stage or, you know, we shooting dice in the back and we beating somebody up as I'm rapping. You know, I, don't have, I want to be a class act because you want to be able to get shows. You want to be able to mm -hmm. do business with other people and get bigger and better. So I always want to lead by example. You can't just talk it, you gotta walk it. And for me, I was just like, I wanna be authenticated because I watched so many artists that was fake when I was coming up and they said they was killers until a real killer showed up. And I've watched <laughs> dudes goodness. and I've watched dudes get drug off the stage in the middle of their performance. You know, henceforth KRS and Prince B when he snatched him off the stage for oh, what wow. he said about KRS and yeah. he said KRS mm -hmm. you the teacher but what the teacher or what so he disrespected and so that he man. went and found him and that's that's he went that. and found him and brought him took him off the stage I mean he apologized later on that's through the growth but you know it's Dang. it's a thing that right. certain things is serious and, yeah. and mm -hmm. people have to realize that all of us don't make silly raps I don't make Will Smith Will Smith type of music I don't make Biz Markie that's them Right. But I have a silly side, and everybody knows I'm a comedian in my own right. But when it comes to hip hop, I'm gonna be serious. You know, if we freestyle, and I'm, I could just say a little I something. Think, I'm gonna um, be serious. So. I think music, you know, really is something that should always be brought to the forefront in yeah. communities yeah. because it really helps. You it know, when you have somebody out there yeah. doing different things with music, it brings everything together. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's why. When I when I actually you know when I started doing the Brick House Wellness, I kind of started with the Zumba playing music, so to get people's attention. Right, right. And then you know, and then get into the nitty gritty right. of what's really going on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, that's why I say when when I see, you know, like people like you and you and you all, you all are out there. You know, people are listening and they're gravitating mm -hmm. to you, and then yeah. they're listening for that message as yes. well. Yes. And you know, and then when you get out there and do it, it helps bring them together in, yeah. a, in a way yeah. where, you know, they right. can change right. if they need yeah. to be. Right. Yeah, if bring they them, need to be changed. Yeah, bring them together in ways that nothing else would, you know, yeah, would do right. that. Bring them, right. bring them together. Right, yeah. correct. Yeah, and music always has done mm -hmm. that. It makes them feel yeah. good. Connect in ways yeah, that, right. you know, that you wouldn't otherwise. Mm -hmm. right. And, you know, and things like that. And that's, that's, what, and that, and that's, the, and that's the great thing about music. Yes. That's the great thing about that's it. That's why I, I it love it. It soothes that soul, that's for sure. <laughs> like I said, I listen to everything. Mm -hmm. and Yes. I mean, <clears throat> when I got into Zumba, listening to Latin music and things of that sort, and, you know, 
all you know then then I when I listen to a lot of the songs I hear a lot of those beats that yeah. you know a lot of artists people don't realize that artists you all are as artists you hear different a different sound than most people mm -hmm. so you know when you use those certain beats and be like hey I heard that I heard that in a tribal song I heard that Latin yeah this and this is is very intricate details and things like that so music is really really you know affects yeah. all yeah. emotions yes all yeah. it does mm -hmm. yeah it does yeah that it, it's an influencer that that it is yeah right. it strikes emotions whether mad sad mm -hmm. angry depressed mm -hmm. you know whatever you feel it and it's something out there for those emotions mm -hmm. you know and that, and as we talk about people like prince oh, you yes. know uh michael jackson uh, stevie wonder you know all the greats because that music made you feel something yeah, something. Whether you was just happy right. or you just you just really could Chris feel it did. from the soul, you know. And you could feel it. <laughs> Chris made you feel nasty. Chris but, uh, made you feel yeah, all made kinds you, of ways. Yeah, he made you <laughs> feel. <laughs> Chris helped you love life for real. Oh yeah. <laughs> but you know, he also had other songs that made you feel certain ways too. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. but. Yes, oh, uh, he did. <laughs> yeah, like, no, like, no, like, no, like, no, like the one song, Sign of Times. Oh, yeah, Sign of Times? Yeah, that's a yeah, deep song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you, you, you just sit back and listen yeah, to that? Yeah, Man. I was in love with yeah. Prince. I'm telling you. I used to be trying to mimic, dress, um, I wanted to, I dressed like Sheila E. <laughs> 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 I was like, man, I want to meet Prince. Yeah, Prince, Prince had, and then he had people in this band dressing like him. Yeah, 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 the revolution. Yeah, yeah. The revolution. I see yeah, him that, with the ruffle shirt. I yeah. Like, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, Prince band. I like, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. Like I remember the dude the, the ruffle shirt. Guy, the yeah. one guy that made a lot of songs, his name was Jerome. I can't remember his uh -oh. And he has the song about um, I want to be your man. He'd be like, I want to oh, be your oh, man, oh, baby. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, yeah. Jelly Bean Johnson, wasn't no, it? No, it was a different guy. To one of the members of the time? He, no, he, he wasn't a member at all. I mean, he was a member of the, um, when he first, when Prince first came out from okay. like the 1999 album. Okay. Oh, and oh. So, um, uh. <laughs> and I remember the and I remember the yeah, songs. And then he had a song yeah. out with Sly from the Family Stone. Oh, he had a song yeah. out with them. I'm about oh, to look wow. it up yeah, yeah. and show oh, wow. And yeah. I used and my sister, my sister was like the biggest Prince person I ever known because she knew all of you know she knew every artist that was connected to him. Yeah. And so I like Mr. Lisa Jerome, and Wendy. Jerome, I like oh oh yeah, I love Lisa yeah, and Wendy. Like yeah, I'm gonna, they they that, writing in uh, production. Yeah. Yeah, they had their own album. A lot of people yeah. didn't know. They had their own music. Oh, yeah. That they did. So, yeah, they, they were great. Let me see. Too. I want to be your man, baby. Let me see. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember that song. Yeah. You know, especially when it's been so long, you know. Be uh, your man. Okay, let's see. I remember that song, too. Because I know, know Roger going to pull up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you, Roger know, you know Roger going to come up yeah. first. Yeah, though. but it was just but I know what you But I know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm gonna take the one ah. Let's see what it was. It yeah. was a nice song, but he dressed just like Prince. Yeah, you know he had his hair just like Prince, but he was a darker, a darker skin man. But he was real oh, popular. Wasn't he the dude that was in Purple Rain that came on before they went out there? The dude with the guitar. Is, is, is that him? No, might be somebody um, different. Oh, but, uh, oh, crazy! And so he has a song called yeah. Crazy for You. Okay. And let's see. Yeah. Here it is. Let's see what it is. 
Um, where's this guy at? I can't yeah. find him. Because Prince uh, had put on so many crazy, people. Man. Yeah, he did. Crazy for you. Crazy yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know these songs, yeah. man, but I can't. It's been, it's been so long. So yeah, yeah, this guy. We know so much music. So <laughs> I cannot so remember this guy. His name is Jerome. I can't remember yeah. the last name, but yeah. let me see. Crazy for you. I'm so, so crazy for you, Jerome. Let's see what comes up. Because he was popular for a minute, too. Yeah. And, um, by Jerome, let's see. No, I know who it is. Um, Jesse Johnson. Jesse Johnson at the time. I said Jesse. I was thinking Jesse Johnson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Jesse Johnson. That boy could play. Oh, man. Jesse Johnson? Yes. I it was some Johnson. I yeah. Jesse. Jelly Bean was in the time. Yeah. And Jesse, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and he was dressed just like Prince. Yeah, Jesse was. Yep. He was. With yeah. the purple and everything. Yes, he was. He, this is how he looks right now. That's him. Jesse Johnson, <laughs> man, Jesse, oh, wow. man, yeah, yeah. yeah. Je- he don't like the, he don't like the age though. Look the prince look. <laughs> hey, Jesse aged well. Yeah, he did. Jesse aged he well. Sure did. He did. And yeah, and and he was a hell of a guitar. Mm-hmm. Man. And I said he know he was trying to look like Prince. Yeah. He oh, really was trying yeah. to look like Prince. Yeah. But he was a good. I liked his music. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. And like yeah, I said, was his yeah, yeah. And like I said, definitely hell of a guitar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jesse Johnson. Oh, Told Jerome. I couldn't remember. Uh, yeah, Jerome Je- was in the time. Yep, they, 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 they both they both were in the time. Uh-huh. Jesse and Jerome. Yeah, Jerome. Yep. I said, wow. But yeah, I know. I just in the time made so many stars because I mean, oh, let's man. be realistic. Jimmy Jam and Terry, Terry Lewis. Lewis. Oh yeah, because they did um, that whole thing with Janet Jackson. Yeah, I mean they don't. And and many others. Yeah, yeah, they mm-hmm. been yeah they did so much. Yeah, man. It's, yeah, it's insane. yeah. They are they are definitely. You know, as far as producers are super producers, mm-hmm. no doubt, no doubt. but you know, I I want to talk about something. I want to talk real quick about something serious. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it's regarding gerrymandering. Have you gentlemen heard of that before? I've heard that. I've heard okay. it. Okay, like vaguely. Okay, well, gerrymandering is a um, political move that is actually done by it, it was in. Actually, I will say it's invented by two super rich white men. Okay. So basically, what it is is that they're trying to, you know, um, <clears throat> mark up areas like it's almost like redlining, where they're trying to block certain things off that's just for the rich people. Mm. So right now we're in a battle um, with, you know. I, I try to stay neutral when it comes to the Republicans and Democrats because to, in my mind, they all are kind of crooked in some cases. It doesn't matter who yeah. they are. Right. But the Republican Party, um, you know, they're trying to get a hold on certain parts of the land, of the area, the districts. Mm-hmm. So like right now, you're, in Saint, you're on St. Clair. Right. And so this is, this is um, Ward 10. 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. So basically what they're trying to do is take like Ward 10, 9, 8, and 7, the long stretch of all of the, our areas, and block it where they're taking the district. You won't be, we're under District 11 right now. Okay. And I think if you're, because you're not really Collinwood, 
Right, no, we're not. Yeah, we're, you're not Collinwood, so you're still District 11. Yeah. Collinwood, that's where it's District 10 stars. But what they're trying to do is take these districts and push the line back or cut them off where if, say for instance, you need, um, you know, you have certain, certain services that is provided in the community for, you know, say for instance, pregnant women mm-hmm. or or for men that is in, you know, who men who trying to get jobs mm-hmm. is in the carpentry or something like that. Okay. So the funding that will come for that in regards to schools, that would be ran by Republican people, mm-hmm. meaning that we would not count. Like anybody poor or black, brown, living in these communities, they're trying to take the area and make it and gentrify it where it's just more or less funding is coming to them. Mm-hmm. And then it gives them an upper hand if you you know, if you vote. Mm-hmm. It's giving you an upper giving them an upper hand for people to vote for them and bring them those type of people into the community. Like for instance, my area is Huff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know Huff includes Asia Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So if the line if if the gerrymandering works where they recreate the map of the district, Asia Town would not be in our district at all. It would be somewhere all the way on the west side. It would be considered like a west side district. So that's why, you know, um, I like to try to educate, you know, even if, in my mind, even if people don't vote for for religious reasons or whatever, it doesn't matter. But as long as you know what's going going on, you can make a conscious effort to educate other people and, or if the people that you know that vote. So my thing is is that we really need to um, educate ourselves in the civic area when it comes to government. You know, because I, I think right now um, somebody was saying I'm kind of like a militant when it comes to that. I am. Because I believe in, in my community, in right. my black people. Yes. And I want us to have everything. I want right. us to thrive. I don't want us to just be in this survival mode. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So every chance I get, I'm going I, I try to get to Columbus and I'm out there <laughs> talking about it. Yeah. So um I just want people to understand that we are in a fight because the one percenters, they wanna, you know, they wanna take land. They don't want us to have it. And that's why I believe in black people owning or try, you know, or making sure that they educate themselves on everything that's going on, so they'll know what they need to do. Yeah, and we and we have to do that, you know, mm-hmm. as we are in a fight. Yes. Yeah. We've been in a fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This so ain't nothing new. Always be a fight. But but it's, but 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 as the years go by, it's getting worse, worse and worse. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like you talking about the gentrification. Yes. Look what Cleveland Clinic is doing right now. Right. In a few yeah. years. They're gonna be them, they're gonna be up here. Exactly. If we not if we if, if we, we don't, don't do something. Exactly. Yeah, because they, they already buying so if you if right. you get Wade Park right now, right. you see where they at. Mm-hmm. They're in Wade Park right now. Right. And see, so and that's moving. the thing, right. you know, when um Councilwoman Fannie Lewis when she was alive, that was her thing that she did not want Cleveland Clinic to cross over Chester at all. Mm-hmm. And you know, the other the former council person, which is Dow, he stuck to that what she wanted then when the other one got in I think they took advantage you know you know because some of us you know we want some money and yeah. they see 
they see the fact that oh this person this like I said I don't want to say him but it's just it's it's more than him it's other ones too like you you have Harrison right yeah and um, then there's um, Conwell a lot of these I don't know what I don't per se know what Harrison is doing I mean I've talked to him on, on one occasion regarding that that um, the um, gas station yeah, the yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. but I know a lot a lot of people talk negative about Conwell and how he is helping to gentrify a lot of things I've heard I've heard I've heard whispers yes so I've heard whispers so, so a lot of times once they get caught up in this in this I, I call it like a big uh, web of deceit and you know yeah. it's gentr gentrifying right. the community yeah. right. it's taking from they you know, it's taking from the black people that live in these communities yeah. And they don't put enough businesses in the community right. for and us. Right. And, and we need to have, yeah. we need to more, you know, a lot of these council people or political people, they need to focus more on getting community benefits. And community benefits help people like you and me make us be able to get positions within the community like contractors. That's why they was downtown. I don't know if you guys saw it. But it was downtown. Matter of fact, Al Porter and Art McCoy was down there. Um, the contractors, uh, Sherwin Williams, okay. didn't want to yeah. give, don't want to give contracts to black folks. Yeah, I yeah. So that's all part of the gentrification situation, and 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 it's including now the the gerrymandering is part of it. I mean, it's always been part of it. But, but every year they had a ten-year plan, and every you know, and that's why it's, it's getting pushed and pushed and pushed. And I, you know. I feel that, you know, as a black person, that we need to get more involved. And, you know, I you know, I try not to be what you would call political, but people need to understand everything it, it, yeah. here is political. Yeah, everything, everything. Everything. The water is political. Everything, no matter what it is. Yes. Everything. So it's like, either you are or you aren't, you right. know, but, but it's like, don't when 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 it, when it finally comes down. Mm -hmm. If you haven't helped, you can't say you anything. can't say anything. No. Like what's the point? And right now it's another. You know we have these house bills that are up. Um, you know from the state, mm -hmm. and what they're trying to do with certain house bill is control us. Like we have like the um, critical race theory. That is where they don't want. They're trying to. They're trying to convince people. That the critical race theory is will create uh, racism, will create problems. What it will create is a a group of black folks that'll be enlightened and understand. Yeah. They don't want us to. They don't want it in the schools. So these white Republicans, it's not the black ones. It's the white Republicans. They're trying to stop it, and by saying, "Oh, it's going to create." It's going to create horrible things and they, you know, they don't want us to know our history. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. They, look, there it is. They, they want to teach us his story. Yes, exactly. You know, and yeah. And, and so that's why, you know, I'm just so, you know, like I said, I was kind of like not into this before, but with my eyes open to see, I'm more in tune to it now, you know, to what's really going on. And it's like, and I always say, because, you know, I'll tell you something. I grew up, I grew up like a, as a Jehovah Witness. But, you know, they don't vote. And my thing is, it's okay. It's okay if you don't vote. 
but be aware. And if you know somebody that do vote, give them that information and educate yeah. them. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm no longer a witness, but, you know, I still live by a lot of their, um, what you call it, their rules or, some of them. Yeah, their ideologies. Yes, yes. I live by some of those, you know, like the pagan holidays and things like that. But yeah. yet and still, I know as a black woman that I have to let my voice be heard yes. to educate other people, True. whether it be men, women, children, right. yeah. you know, to educate them to know yeah. that we have a voice mm -hmm. and we need to we need to stand up and not allow them to do these things to us. Right. And we just, you know, a lot of us is kind of like, nah. But it's important that critical race theory is they're trying to make it into something that is not. It's about educating us. It's about letting young black youth understand who they are. Yeah, and right. that also is a, a thing that will help build self-esteem. Right. Because a lot of us grew up low self-esteem. Yes. Right. A lot of us yes. grew up with this PTSD because of mm -hmm. what's going on in our community. Right. Yeah. So my thinking is, is that the best way to do things is to learn. Education, yeah. like KRS, education is the key. Yeah. Of everything. 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 Every everything. You know, it's like it's like, you know, our kids in the school system and mm -hmm. everything. The stuff that they teach them like like these tests, you know. Oh, most yes. of these these tests are culturally biased. Yes, they are. You know, they're culturally biased. You know what I'm saying? Only thing that's really um universal is the math and the English. Exactly. You know, and everything, we created that. everything else <laughs> and everything 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 else. <laughs> Everything else I feel don't have no bearing on life. No. If somebody asked me, no, people have asked me. They said, "Did public school prepare you for life?" No. No. No, it didn't. You, I got out there, and I learned by doing. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> My life was trial and error. Error, yeah. Experience you know, mm -hmm. exactly, right. exactly. I think a lot of our you know. who have gone through that and. My thing yeah. is, you know, I think about when you mentioned the schools, that's so important because I, you know, I fight with the school. When they see me coming, they're like, oh boy, here she comes. But you're not yeah. going to give my boys anything and think I'm, I'm going to look at it and say, oh, whatever. I was like that with my, with my daughter. And it's like, I took her out of public schools. I did. And she was being um, trained in a different, a different type of setting. Because I didn't believe in the public school because to me they do not teach mm -hmm. our kids they don't what they need to know they don't they don't prepare them for they life. set them they set them up for failure yes, they actually do. they, they do. set them up for failure mm -hmm. I looked at that third grade guarantee test and then I look at the work that the kids are working on it they don't even go together it's like an oxymoron yeah it's the, yeah it don't make no sense no it's, yeah. it don't it don't make no sense so how do you expect for a kid to do this to, to pass a third grade guarantee test, but the work is not showing that it's, you know, going right, with right, that. Right, right, So that's my thing. And, and then on top of that, they're quick to put our children on IEPs. Man. Mm. And some people, I heard somebody say, oh, I love IEPs, mm -mm, they're great. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, no, it hinders it them. It hinders them. Especially if they, if they don't have the right teacher or the right, it has to be somebody that really, really cares about educating they've always tried to uh when it comes to us and let's just let's just be real with it when, when it comes to black people they always got this thing you know they too hyper let's slow them down 
Let's yeah. give them a pill. Let's let's inject them. Let's yeah. do this and right. do that and do mm -hmm. this because they don't want us to be bright. Right. They don't want us to be sharp mm -hmm. because we're naturally bright and sharp in our own right. right. All we just need is just a little fine tuning. But we right. came, we born packaged. Exactly. We born with a survival mm -hmm. kit and they know, because and they our natural that. instincts kick in anywhere right. that you put us. Yeah, they know that. You know, and they always want to put us in this box. You know, mm -hmm. I always remember going. I remember being in school and sitting in gym class, and I remember the gym teacher said, "All right, everybody in the group, move forward." I was still sitting there. So he looked over and saw me, so I guess he was just like, okay, let me say it again. Everybody in the group moved forward. I was still sitting there. Hey, Ron, that means you too. I said, I ain't part of the group. I said, group is not on my birth certificate. What do you mean? You know, yeah. what, what, what do you mean? You said everybody in the group moved forward. You didn't say us as a class. You didn't say us as human beings. Or you didn't say, can y'all come here, please? You said everybody who's in the group. I'm not in a group. So, you know, what is that? And he, did, he still didn't get it. He's looking, so he called my mother. Oh, he's trying to be funny. He did, you know, he yeah, was a disruption was of the class. Yeah, so and, they, you, know, yep. and, uh -huh. you know, he stopped others from learning. You know, that's the popular one. He yeah. stopped others from learning. They stopped what they were doing to watch him and see wow. this. And your son is too strong and this and that. I remember at 14, they told me, you know, we went to the racist school. And she was like, well, you know, you're too black for this school. So can you tone it down some? Excuse me. Oh, that's excuse me. Yeah. Then the superintendent came out the office. Yeah, you is because you know your blackness is starting to rub off. I'm 14. I'm looking around like, is this somebody oh, else? Like, 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 are you are you serious? Right, I'm like, I'm right. like, are you serious? I said, what do you mean? They said, well, you you, you know you. You know, your influence is just too big, and you Man. just as oh, I said. Wow. Well, here's Man. the thing. I said, let's let's break it down. I said, really, to be honest, I'm the only black kid that's outspoken. I'm the only black kid that stood up for what he believed in. And when I wanted to be for the talent show, they said, we don't let blacks in the talent show. Oh, really? I wow. said, what? They said, nothing black has ever been in our talent show. Whoa. I said, did, who are you oh talking to? Did they actually say that? Yeah, she said that. They said, they said we're old. Oh, my and mama would have been up At first, because I said, I want to say that. Man, man, man. My, my nana, she would flip her lid. Yeah, and and what was so crazy, because when he first said it, he was like, uh, he said something like, uh, sports is down the hall. I said, I'm not signing up for sports. I said, I'm signing up for the talent show. He said, oh. He said, what do you possess? I said, hip-hop. He said, some of that jargon, cult music you have. I said, what? He oh, said, he oh, we been. don't let black That teacher would have uh, done. So I said, okay. So I went to superintendent's office. I went over his head and went to the head of the board of education. Got to talking. The guy said, what? The head guy said, what? He said, come with me. When he said, I want to know why his name is not on this, on this board. Oh, I just thought he was trying to be funny. You know, he is a disruptive student. Huh? Really? Wow. You know, so, you know, I signed up. We do the talent show. They got a rock band was on stage for five minutes, got booed. The whole five minutes, nobody liked me. These kids, oh, wow. they did not like them at all. Thought they was horrible. I did hip-hop, got my props. They gave it to the rock band. No one, I won, but they gave it to the rock band. A teacher, mm -hmm. I mean, not even teacher, a um, parent. What? This BS. He took his chair and he threw it at the judge. They wanted to suspend me oh for inciting a riot. They said my music incited the riot that provoked a man to throw the chair. I said, do you really hear yourself? 
You sound some kind of retarded. Wow. That doesn't even go together. I'm like, kid, what do you mean? I influenced this grown man? Like, to throw a chair. To throw a My chair. My would have been up there in the heartbeat and, uh, creating drama. You know, and that's when man. I knew then. I was like, you scared of my presence. You know, and, and, and I remember, but, but, but they, but they, and, but they fear us anyway. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was gonna say. Anyway, man. We, we, know, that's what I was because today, I just didn't allow stuff. When I was at that, um, at that rally, mm -hmm. and we were talking, um, you know, I got up and I spoke, and I told him, I said, "Don't you know what you possess? Right. We right. have power. Mm -hmm. We have melanin in our skin, and that is our power. Right. Do you understand how much power you really have? Correct." And you know that is crazy. It makes me when you when you mention that about that, I I never forget. I at a young age, and this had nothing to do with religion, but I would never pledge allegiance to the flag. Mm -mm, mm -mm, and so mm -mm, it used to be so like, um, Dolores Gray, you're not um, standing up, and then they send me to the office, and then they call my mother. I'm gonna say no, she not pledging allegiance to no flag. You better not make her. And if you hit my daughter, I'm coming up there. You know because. Right. And I, it used to, it used to be every time we had to pledge allegiance, they would send me to the office. I said, I'm not pledging. I used to just sit there. I'm not, I'm not putting my hand over my heart for a flag, right. you know, because that's just. As a kid, I was yeah. thinking, like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I don't serve a flag. Right. Right. I I quoted something in sociology, and it was. It had to do with the flag and how I felt about it and it's something that I found and I heard and that I quoted. And I said, I started out, I said, Huey P. Newton was shot in cold blood in East Oakland. I said, a girl named Tawana was brutally raped. I said, mm -hmm. but two fools said she did it to herself. Mm -hmm. I said, a $60 million stealth bomber refuses to fly successfully and you say I should be proud of this song. Think about America. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All black kids, they went crazy. Man, did I ever get it? I was, I was facing expulsion. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah, I know I don't. Yeah, I mean I was like that as a child. My I mother, can't no, <laughs> no. <laughs> my mother was like, "You were radical when you were a kid." I because yeah, yeah. You and, know? and then you know that didn't stop me because I, that I really started dissecting mm -hmm. the Star Spangled yeah. Banner. Mm -hmm. I said, do you know that is a very violent song? Mm -hmm. It's racist. Yes, it's racist mm -hmm. and violent. Yes. And bombs bursting, bursting in air. air. Yeah, red rockets glare. There could never be nothing positive. No. Where do you get that we supposed to be proud of? I want to be around no bombs bursting in the air. I've never seen a bomb bust and they say, oh, that's studio uh, sexy. Like, yeah. no, that's not, that's not sexy. It's more like bombs more, going on. More like, look out! You know what I'm saying? Here comes a bomb. Here comes a bomb, you know. Right. Oh, is it that time again? Uh -oh. Oh, that Man, for okay. real. And No. Yeah. And oh, that is crazy. You know, yeah. Run for your life. That's sexy. No, mm -hmm. not, no, no. Right. <laughs> Duck or it's barbecue city. You know what I'm saying? Right. Man. Yeah. It don't make sense. You know, and... We always, you know, they always want to glorify the nonsense. Yeah. You, you know, because, let's face it, you know, America's always been violent. But you get mad at us for what little bit you think that we did. Right. You know, but at the end of the day, you know, they're responsible for more violence than mm -hmm. anything mm -hmm. on this America, America, go, yeah, America, America got go, videotapes of them America go, bulldozers go. just right. taking skeletons. 
And this is the Holocaust. They got bulldozers right. on film where they just scooping up all these dead people, yeah. like skeleton, and they just dumping them in a the hole. They like it's scooping them up and they dump them. I saw this as a kid. They scooping them, and it's just all these bodies. But see, the thing would make me mad is this. Somebody said, "You speak on a lot of stuff," and because I said I was gonna name a mixtape lyrical Holocaust, so of course. Yeah. Some people want to unearth. Some people, yeah. Mm -hmm. Some Jews got mad at me. Oh yeah, they got some mad at you. Started to spew <clears throat> some stuff, and it was like, hey man, that ain't funny. It's that other man because you know six million Jews died in the Holocaust. I said, well, let's put it like this: That's if we gonna if we gonna go there, six million Jews lost their lives in the Holocaust. Thirty million blacks lost their lives in the Holocaust. But when they talk about the Holocaust, they only speak about the Jews, right? Because they say that's a Jewish. Destruction. Okay, but you never mentioned our the part with right. us that got slaughtered mm -hmm. apart with the Holocaust. They yeah, just act like what no blacks yeah. back then or something. Like we just didn't get slaughtered. Huh? Well, like, we just did know? nothen just happened. Yeah, nothing happened to us. Nothing happened to us. You, you know. Oh, you went down there. You know. You guys had a few little things. Oh, no, it did. No, we we've been slaughtered too. So yeah. don't don't act like that. The Indians been slaughtered. Yeah. Let's put yes. that yeah. Let's speak on and that. The Indians got slaughtered and, and robbed. Yes, and robbed. That, oh yes. And robbed. Right, because your forefathers <clears throat> was cradle robbers. So y'all ain't built nothing, y'all was thieves. That, that's amazing how so, they took the land and then only issued them out a little small portion and they have a reservation. Come on. Right, how the right. hell you do and that? And then they you, took the, the grave sites of the Indians and built buildings over top of the grave site. Mm. So certain buildings that we go into is people buried under, under the, yeah. those buildings. Mm -mm. So some of Sacred those people grounds. can't even go to the mm -hmm. cemetery right. to visit their loved mm -hmm. ones because their loved ones is up under some slab because they done built buildings right, right. on top of That's the terrible. grave sites that they put together, that mm -hmm. they killed and made grave sites right. for them and then put building over top of it to try to hide all the mm -hmm. secrets because you know they're good for hiding. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. So then all of a sudden when we unearth it and we find out about it, then they go, oh, well, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't back then. Oh yeah, now you want to act like you don't know. Huh? You want to play dumb now. But when it happens to one of them, they oh oh this is a mis travesty of misjustice. Oh I I, I can't believe oh, this, man, Bill. I'm just so irate with these things that's going on. I can't believe it. Oh my God. Oh, shoot, well, yeah. We've been going through it since birth. Right. Welcome to the club. You, you know they will sacrifice yeah. their own to get one of us locked up. Oh yeah. Or get rid of us or try to calm me down. You know that that's the that's the whole thing. And I get that. Some things can be scary, but the scariest thing is to not fight. And I always told them, and I teach my kids that if you standing on something, go all the way with it. Especially if you got people behind you. Yeah. When you in the right, and I said that word, when you in the right, that's God's work. When you right. in the right, no matter what transpires, if something violent comes out of that, if you started it off and you was in the right, and a riot ensued, but the riot ensued because it was right. Mm -hmm. See, I don't have no problem with that. You know, when we go in and we spend our hard-earned money, you know, I remember staying on Superior and somebody came to me and said, hey, it's a guy abusing kids. What, 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 what do you mean? Hey, it's this guy has a story. He's disrespectful to kids. I said, well, what do you mean? Oh, wow. So when I went up there to investigate, come to find out it was a little boy. His mother is on drugs. He's a little kid. He don't understand what drug usage mm -hmm. is and stuff like that, but he's hungry. You know, his mother took the money and got high with it or paid the bills or wasn't nothing left for him, whatever the case was. He just knew that this particular store, I could go and probably get me something to eat. 
which you know he couldn't go order nothing out of a restaurant, but you know a store got bags of chips in mm -hmm. now, so he think maybe I'll steal a bag of chips. He went in there, he's on camera, he's getting a bag of chips. I guess he was going to walk away, but I guess his conscience got the best of him. He takes the chips, he puts the chips back. As he turns around, the guy owner happened to see him take the chips and put them back. He didn't see all the stuff that went into it in the beginning. So he seen him like look around because the boy looked around and then he just threw the chips back. So he said, hey, what you doing? So the boy was already scared. As he's leaving out, he took a battery and threw it and hit the boy in the back of the head. Oh, wow. So you get this little girl, she come in and she hungry. So she took a bag chips and she put it in her little pocket and started to walk off. Hey, he grabbed the little girl, slammed her all up against the wall. Mm -hmm. Took her by her ponytail and slammed her head That's into terrible. the wall. Bust the girl lip. Girl couldn't have been no more than about eight or nine. So when they tell me about this, I said, well, we got to shut this down because we can't have this. You know, so everybody got to protest. And you got people over there and they, you know, and eventually dude had to go. But at the end of the day, you know, people said, well, you know, that was a good thing. And I'm glad you put the light on it and you started the ball rolling and you did this, that, that. But I said, but see, this comes from those before me fought. They said, what you mean? I said, because when we had our own, we sold stuff to people too. Because I remember some blacks that sold their stores to them people. And they was just right. like, well, I started my business with 5,000. <clears throat> He's offering me 40 grand. So that's a come up. Oh, well, wow. you know, I'll take the store. Okay, now that's the same store that the Arabs have in our community. But now y'all complaining because right. the Arabs right. in the community. But he sold the store right. to the to, man to mm -hmm. allow them to come here and make money and take it back to their country and refinance right. their country. Right. Every time you turn around, they didn't know for us. Then you got brainwashed ones in the game that's going, well, well, ain't no sense to be getting mad for real. And, and <laughs> right. You, you know, you, you shouldn't act like that. And the protest only, only messes up stuff. I get to go to work in the morning. And the third, I said, well, I'll put it to you like this here. Since you are so upset about what's being done to blacks, I said, well, let's break it like this. Some years ago, they put a big announcement and a lot of people didn't pay attention. They said China, for the very first time in the whole dynasty of China, their government is finna fall. You ain't never known China to have money problems to the point where they said their government is getting relapsed. Guess yeah. how the government got back on top and refinanced their whole government? What's the one thing that most women going back? Hair. <laughs> right. So and they came here and set up shop. Yep. And they sold hair. They said the Chinese done sold enough hair to where they refinanced their government five times over that means that government will never fall ever if we died twice and came back they still will be in great standing <clears throat> and they refinance their government just by hair i didn't say the lashes i, I ain't say the lipstick i ain't say the perfume i didn't but, say the i said that's the what hair. they hair the hair you see what i mean yeah. now they done sat back and made money off us we didn't get a dime. We don't invest enough to that right. because we but think see, small. And my thing is this. Somebody said, well, you, you mad at somebody that own their own business? No, I'm not mad at their own business. But my thing is this. We need other things, too. I ain't mad at the person that sell hair. I ain't mad at the barbershop. I'm not mad at the salon. I'm not mad at the people that cook. Right. But why do it only got to be the cook, the barbershop, the hair salon? And it stops right there. It don't never you know, be where somebody else come and do something and they look at them like they corny. What do you mean? Because I ain't right. because I don't open up a barbershop, I'm considered corny. 
because I don't sit back and do the norm that us as blacks is supposed to be. But if I open up a knowledge or a music shop, you got something to say. Or if I teach the kids, you know, a mentoring program, ah, he, he probably trying to slick them kids. Uh, instead of coming to see to investigate what we can build together and something, you quick to be like, uh, he corny. Uh, he doing that for a pat on the back. Uh, but because wow. I didn't open up a barbecue spot, but because I didn't do hair, I did thought outside the box and I said, well, let's get with the problems that we need. And I'm saying that to say this. Before Ernie Smith, shout out to Ernie, before he came and did the OPN thing, there's a video of him back in the day. Had a box with just goodies. Kids that's hungry from school would come by, get some goodies. All of a sudden, the police pull up. But we teaching the kids, don't take nothing from strangers. He said, I ain't out here just doing nothing malicious. He said, some of these kids is hungry. Some of these kids haven't eaten since earlier today. He said, I'm not charging them. I'm not in their house. I'm not nothing. I'm just trying to help. I got some stuff that's just sitting in my house. Letting it spoil don't make no sense when I can give it to somebody who's hungry. They went round and round, they went round and round, they went round and round, they went round and round. Then eventually they just walked off and then they just left. Then they came back again and they kept doing the same thing. And I say that to say this because the same thing that he did, I was the same person that used to be on the back of the buses. When I sat back and used to make sandwiches for the kids, I got put off the bus mm. by RTA security. I didn't make a dime. Wow. They sat back and said, well, you, you need to have a license. I said, a license for what? He said, because you sitting up here providing a business. I said, what business is you talking about? Well, you have to have a vendor's license. First of all, having a vendor's license means I was selling something. I ain't sold nothing on the back of this bus. So prove to me oh, where wow. I made a profit off the back of this bus. I'm sitting up here making sandwiches on a bumpy ride, spilling mustard all over myself and making up sandwiches. I used to make up little bags for kids that when they get out of school. And I say, look here, I say, take this home to your mama. And I would have stuff and I would hand it out. Somebody went and said, hey, he making money. He getting paid on these buses. So all of a sudden now, I got police looking for the man that's in the back of the bus with the sandwiches. He must be doing something to the wow. little kids. Let's find the brown paper boy. So now I'm the brown paper bag boy. Let's find the brown paper bag boy. Wow. The brown paper bag boy. Okay, I'm the brown paper bag boy. What's the problem? Oh, you have to have a vendor's license. Oh, you're soliciting. You're on RTA. You're being disrespectful. You're Huh? I'm not selling. I didn't even earn a profit. What, what, what? Say yeah. this again. I said, but you the police, right? I said, so you supposed to keep the order, right? He said, he said, he said, yes. My job is to keep order and make sure everything is great and this, that, the other. I said, well, here's my thing. Why do the women keep getting raped at 1.30 in the morning, 2.30 in the morning in well-lit areas on your watch? Didn't you work at the times when these women was getting Oh, we, we have to look into that. Uh, basically, that's not basically my problem. I, you know, and I'm on my job. I, by God, I do the best that I can do. And, but you, you couldn't stop that, right? I'm just trying to stop some hunger. That's well, you know, all I'm trying to do. I said, but now yeah. you make me be wrong. I said, here's the thing. What would you rather do? Me sit back and give them something free to where they can eat? Or would you rather the kid be in the store? And he's stealing, mm -mm. <laughs> and he go to rob with a pistol and put everybody's life in danger and get money that wow. way. <clears throat> you got to do paperwork, and you can't be home with your wife to have dinner at a decent time. Yeah. How about that? He right. said, "You know what? You have a nice day, sir." <laughs> and he got his butt off the bus, and everybody wow. looking at me going, "Dad, you shut him up." I said, "I'm showing you this. I I didn't have to get riled up with him. I didn't have to go toe to toe with this dude. But at the end of the day." 
I spoke with some sense, and it was what God's work. All that I'm doing is feeding people that was hungry. Oh, kids getting, they getting, you know, we got to wrap this up. Yeah. They getting, you know what I'm saying? And, bat and the battery life is getting low. Oh, my goodness. So, before we even go. That was her fault. You know, not, don't blame her. No, don't blame me. But before we go, you know, is there any closing remarks you want to have and let people know what you're doing? And Yes, well... <clears throat> Um, starting October, I will um, have my uh, space where I'll do my program, which is called Breakhouse Women's Wellness. And, you know, we're going to be teaching on seven elements of wellness, which would be environmental, spiritual, social, intellectual. Um, let me see, what's the other ones? Uh, I already, let me, social. I have to look it up sometimes because I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's all right. Yeah, but it, it's what what I'm doing is basically um, empower empowerment of women um, to build their self esteem up because I've noticed that when um, you know a lot of women who are envious and jealous of others, they always have low self esteem themselves. Yeah, and so it's about building up um, women in the community and working with the men as well that's in the community that we can you know do something to empower our communities and <clears throat> when he mentioned about businesses we need more black businesses in regards yes. to the hair stores things of that sort because there you know there's a process that these people go through they get money you know because they came over here mm -hmm. so we have to we have to learn um, about the finances and how we yes. need to you know deal with it so that's one of the um, elements okay so we're basically I'm basically um, we'll have a whole program and working in that area and you know like I said I partner with a lot of different people mm -hmm. and you know to come and be involved because this is all about us it's not a me yeah. it's it's all of us it's a team yes. and when you partner with different groups who are who have the same like mind I think we could get things done yes. and um, you know build the community up and help you know it's about it's about community benefits and also um, um, on the 2nd of October I will be at the um, the annual women's march okay. uh, which will be um, usually managed by um, Kathy Ray Coleman she is a shout out to her because she's always um, want to make sure somebody's <laughs> but anyway anyway <laughs> Um, she's a powerful woman when she always she gets this women's march together every year so we're gonna have a lot of women come okay. out and men mm -hmm. and you know I would like to invite you all to come out oh, to support yes. too because it's all about us it's not yeah. like I said it's not yes. a me thing um, I am not you know we can't have we, we could be um, have self-care but not be selfish yeah right. so that you know, it's been a pleasure being on here too. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, oh, before you go, is there is there um, you want to tell them where they can follow you? Oh yeah, you can follow me on Facebook under Dolores Gray, or you can also go to Brickhouse Wellness, which is um, on Facebook as well. And you know, if you have any questions or you want to get involved with my organization, um, you can reach me um, by emailing me at Dolores G Four. That's D E L O R E S G like in girl. Ford at gmail.com and I'll be glad to speak with you further and you know and to connect you with any resources that you may need and you know and if you can want to volunteer and work with us um, we are always open for everyone hey this has been 
This has been one of the best shows ever. Yeah. yeah it's been one of the best shows to date. Yeah. I want to thank you for coming yes. by. And yeah. really appreciate you coming. Yes, I'm happy to be here. Right. And um, always yeah. welcome to come back. Always. You want to come mm -hmm. back? You're more than welcome. Okay, great. I've had a great time. We did talk about music. Yes. Yes. We, yes. We, we chewed the fat. Yeah, we did. We did. We <laughs> yes, did we did. Yes. yes. And that's so, what it's about. Yes. Yeah. So, on that note, we will see you again next week. This has been the BKL Sessions. I'm your host, Eric Magnus. Yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie B. B. Yes, and um, hey, everybody, stay safe, yes. stay blessed, and above all, I work, work everybody. everybody. Cool. Damn, son, th th this beat is lit. Son. Damn, son. Damn, son. Damn, son.